Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome back. Today I want to talk about how to actually build a connection plan. So I've been sharing a lot about how connection is vital and a daily, even hourly need or more, depending on your child. But I wanted to take some time to help you actually establish that connection plan. So for every other vital necessity, if you think about it, and even things that aren't necessary to actually maintain life, we have a plan. For example, we generally know when or how we're going to get groceries, what we're going to get, routines around snacks and larger meals, what we're going to pack for lunches, and so on. We often have a schedule or general idea of how often we're going to be their children, how we will do that as far as logistics, what time of day, when we're going to wash their hair, grooming things like clipping their nails. There are even routines in place for connection-focused activities when we're working with other people. So if you work outside of the home, think about your work. Do you have weekly or even monthly meetings, reviews? If these connection points were removed, how well do you think the company or business would run? Would its employees feel heard or satisfied? At church, there are different Bible studies, gatherings, meetings, etc. It's happening all around us. It happens within our marriage or friend relationships if you're not married. As we move further from our last connection point, maybe that's date night, making a meal together, meeting up with a friend for lunch, we begin to feel more and more disconnected. More disconnection brings more difficulty understanding the heart behind someone, which also makes it easier to misunderstand actions and words, which often leads to more fighting. So what helps bring relationships back together? What helps you feel more supported in your marriage or friendships? Connection. Do you then schedule a date night? Do you schedule a time to get together or talk on the phone? That's connection. The problem is we have been continually trained in many circumstances to actually disconnect from our children on purpose. If they don't have the emotions we like, send them to their room. If they aren't doing exactly as we say, go to time out. If they won't get in the car, hand out a consequence. While these strategies may seem like they're working in the moment, they're actually furthering the problem. They are creating more disconnection. More disconnection equals more frustration, anger, sadness, which equals more behavior. If you really want to experience change with your child's behaviors, you have to make time for connection. Here are three questions to ask yourself to give you a framework before you get even more specific. So number one, when does your child feel your attention or availability? Are there certain times of the day where you have more availability or you're less distracted? What times during the day are you with your child? Are there currently any? (laughs) Or is this an area you really need to focus on? Are you a major multitasker and you're getting to the end of the day and wondering, 
Did I even look my child in the eye? Number two, how often do they need it before behavior goes off track? This is going to look different for everyone. It again could be a couple hours sometimes it might be every 30 minutes so for example right now i need to have a connection point with my five-year-old who has a more highly sensitive personality at least every one to two hours or more depending on the day circumstances surrounding it sleep all that kind of stuff but when i did daycare it was literally i wrote here every 10 minutes but probably more like constantly (laughs) it could also depend on the day again was it extra busy outside of your normal routine was there a hard appointment appointment that they had to go to a transition that was difficult or sometimes it doesn't even have to be difficult but just something exciting and that they enjoy that's out of the norm or was there a separation that was stressful for your child you may need to adjust your connection plans based on these things And then number three, when do you experience more challenging behaviors or when does it seem most difficult to manage? Is it during transitions? Is it before bedtime, right after school or daycare, right away in the morning? This is going to be an especially important step in creating your plan, so really think about it. And if you need to, take a few days to kind of observe things and really attend to what's going on. When you have worked through these questions, it's time to put pen to paper and create a loose schedule. So I have attached a template in the show notes if that's something that you find helpful, but you can certainly just kind of take out a paper and jot down on there. So first, I want you to just make a list. So go ahead and write down any time that you're already intentionally connecting. Maybe you aren't necessarily thinking in those terms, but you actually probably do have some routines and rhythms that are already in your schedule. It would be things like, cuddling together. Maybe every night you sit together on the couch and read a few books or bath time instead of scrolling on your phone or doing something in the kitchen, you're sitting down with your child and talking or reading a book. Maybe it's on car rides. Instead of turning on music or a podcast, you're taking that time you already have together and being intentional about it. If you're not, how could you take some of those times and be intentional about it? Or what of those times do you have that you could start to think about how you could add connection in there? Second, do you have time devoted to play when you can actually be present? So I know it can be really easy to do the tasks around the house or things for work when your kids are playing by themselves or together if you have more than one child and that actually works in your house. And I'm not telling you not to use some of that time because I know it can be very hard to find the time. But what if you take 10 of those minutes and really intentionally engage in your child's play? Make eye contact, listen without being distracted, make the funny noises, play along with whatever they have going. Do you have any weekly activities or outings that you do together? Are you going to the library? Do you have a church group, a sporting event, the gym? Do you have family meetings? Add those onto that brain dump list. Okay, now that you have that list of all the times that you have connection points with your child, I want you to think back to the question about how often your child needs connection and if there's a time in your daily schedule that is more challenging. These are going to be the places that we want to make sure to add in a connection point. Connection, again, is going to bring the behavior back under control because it's helping your child to think again, which means they have a better availability to problem solve and reason and listen and all the things that we're hoping for. 
If your child needs more frequent connection than the things that you've already added, begin to brainstorm things that you could add in to fill in those gaps. So for example, maybe your child goes with you to run an errand. Maybe you switch from listening to music on car rides to talking with your child. Maybe you add in five minutes of playtime or reading together before supper. There are so many options and it doesn't have to be anything crazy or spectacular. So once you have your brain dump list, go in and fill in all the things that you are already doing. Add in, so say you have a few things on the calendar, but you know your child needs connection every, let's say, three hours. Make sure that in the time that they're home with you, there's some kind of connection point every three hours. If there isn't, or if there's a time that's especially challenging, add something in there or make a little note like need something here. (laughs) And then you can go back in and fill in later as you're thinking about things. Lastly, make sure if you do nothing else that you are adding in special time. If you haven't yet, I'd encourage you to go listen to the episode on special time. It is episode number one, and I did that intentionally because it is the number one thing everybody should be doing. (laughs) Subscribe to my email list if you want to get a full e-guide. It has all the details about all, all the things, how you do it, frequently asked questions, problem solving different things. It's filled with great things there. Um, But it's a lot more than one-on-one time. So if you don't know anything about it, it's actually a labeled time with your child. It's consistent, whether that means every night, whether that means every Monday and Friday, whatever that means for you, it is consistent. And it's a time when your child is in complete control and you are distraction-free and fully engaged. It is the game changer of all game changers. So It is a must. Put it on your schedule. Even if you do it one time a week, you're going to, over time, see an amazing shift. If you can do it more frequently, especially if you're struggling with behaviors, this would be the main thing. So, for example, if your child is really struggling before supper or like between the time from getting home from school or daycare and supper time, that is because... Your child has been away from you all day. They are disconnected. And what are we usually doing after school before supper time? We're running around, checking backpacks, we're doing all the other house things that we didn't get to do that morning. We're prepping for supper. We are multitasking of all multitasking. And our child is already disconnected and becoming more disconnected. So that would be a great opportunity the second you walk in the door or, you know, shortly after to figure out what could I put here? Should we sit on the couch and read, you know, two books before I need to start getting supper ready? Could we play a game, you know, whether that's a board game or tag or something? What can you fill in in those most challenging times that can help just give your child a boost of connection. And if you think about the challenging times, it's often because they've gone so long with disconnection. So if it's in the morning, guess what? (laughs) They've gone all night being disconnected. Yes, they're sleeping, but it's a disconnecting disconnecting time. Um, And usually, again, right after daycare or school 
or before supper can be really, or even after supper can be really disconnecting times, just depending on how that looks in your home. So I wanted to give you a few examples from our current routine, and maybe it would give you a little bit of an idea of things that you could add in. So, or just like things that you already have the opportunity for that maybe you're just not utilizing. So my youngest wakes up about two hours before my oldest. Yes, it's very nice. So I try to make at least the first 45 to 60 minutes undistracted. Um, I don't have any podcasts going. I'm not trying to get work tasks accomplished. Just focused on being with him, which before I used to, you know, since I work from home primarily, um, it's hard to find time to do things in our routine because both my kids don't nap. My oldest does not nap. And so... I often find myself trying to work in tiny little pockets a lot of the time or trying to multitask a lot of the time, which I don't think is uncommon for most people, whether you're doing work tasks or other things. And so I realized that I need just some good connection time. It doesn't even have to be that long. I mean, you might not have that kind of time. Your child might not wake up at 5.30 in the morning like mine. It could be five or 10 minutes, um, but just being intentional about that time, like making eye contact and you know connecting in that way with him. I will lay with my youngest as he falls asleep for his nap. It's kind of a good reconnection right before he goes to sleep. And then during his nap, I try to like get a little bit of work done eat and then I make sure to get a good 45 to 60 minutes or more of connection time with my oldest playing a game reading whatever he chooses to give him that little bit of reboot before my youngest will wake up and then we're all together again um at nighttime me and my husband take turns with which child we are putting to sleep so Um, I either rock or lay depending on which child it is with them before bed. If I'm rocking my oldest, he'll often use that time to share things with me, talk about things, and it's become a sweet time of conversation. Lately, he's been asking my rose and thorn of the day. Um, Otherwise, this is something that we will ask during mealtimes. And then we have recently started since we put our youngest to bed before my oldest we um, do our special time in that period so while one parent is putting the youngest to bed the other parent is doing special time with my oldest and just depending on how long it takes sometimes we do special time with both parents and sometimes it's just the one but then each night we're doing that and we're rotating so that um, he's getting special time with both of us So if you need some help establishing your connection plan, message me. I'd love to help you. This is truly key. If you want to adjust your child's behavior, you don't need a new reward chart. You don't need different consequences. First and foremost, you need to reestablish connection. If kids are disconnected, they literally can't think. So when you're shelling out consequences and consequences and doing all these other things that are come highly recommended from from everywhere they aren't going to be learning from that because they are disconnected they can't problem solve they can't reason and they're just becoming more and more upset and angry at you probably which is furthering the disconnection so we need to create connection throughout the day 
And then don't forget, if you want to get some specific help on a situation or behavior you're struggling with, click my email in the show notes or message me on Instagram and submit your question. I'm going to be doing bonus episodes occasionally and would love to help you out answering your specific question. And then if you want a little bit more individualized support, I have a six-week program that will take you through five connection-focused strategies that never change. (laughs) They're applicable to all ages and stages. We walk through each one at a slowed pace and specifically tailor it to you and your child's needs, your routines, your environment, as well as go through how to best help your child through his or her various challenges that creates a more positive environment. No more yelling, reward charts, and timeouts required. So if that's something that you are curious about, you can um, click the link in the show notes and it will you, it will prompt you to choose whether you're ready to get going or if you'd like to set up a free 15-minute consult to see if it really is something that you want to do or that feels aligned with your needs. So I'd love to hear from you. Please, 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 even if you don't go through this whole connection plan template, schedule special time like it is a necessity and watch your life change. All right, have a great week. Real quick, before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.